Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, I'm John, the executive producer here, and I just want to let you know that uh, we appreciate you watching, and all of those of you that support us financially and just by having a good time here and chat with us. Uh, particularly, we want to thank our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, which are Rowan Parker, Drevian Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L. Thank you all very much for your support over the years. It's meant a lot to all of us. We appreciate it. And now I hope you sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to uh, Wild Mount Adventures. Uh, I am Jeremy. I am the DM, uh, uh, taking a, a group of of adventurers uh, through the Wild Mount on the co- the the world of Exandria, as created by Matt Mercer, the official Dungeons and Dragons setting, etc., etc., etc. Uh, we'll go ahead and introduce uh, uh, everybody now, and we will start with Corvus. Hi, I'm Corvus. I am playing Cameron, the human rogue. And Lil? Hi, I'm Lil. I'm playing Karis, the humanish warlock. And L? Hi, my name is L, and I am playing Prize, the elf cleric. And Zagrog? Hi, I'm Zagreb, and I'm playing Hakim Ali, Human Wizard. And we are uh, without uh, Navarin, uh, who plays uh, Seeker, the Warford Ranger, uh, due to an issue of potential noise pollution that would make things difficult to to, to record. So, uh, Seeker's around. Seeker will be doing things. Um, but, yeah. Um, well, doing things will be will be participating when needs to participate. So, previously on Wild Mount Adventures, uh, a, 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 this group of individuals uh, had found themselves stranded on the island of Vita K in the Lucidian Ocean. Uh, you had all shipwrecked on the island, uh, along with a couple of surviving crew members, uh, Petra Doublecrossed and Snapper, um, due to a unfortunate encounter with a, uh, a, a trio of sirens. Um, with you, of course, are, are two drow, uh, a, a, a soldier, uh, named Quaven, and the charge is bodyguarding. Um, a, a, a woman named Zarema, who has revealed herself to be a, an ASMR of the bloodline of Wolf. Um, you, the, the, the main group of you had, um, by which I mean all of the PCs, Zarema and, and Quiven, had ventured into the, deeper into the island to, into the jungle to determine what is there and see if there you could find any way off said island. Uh, while well, Petra and, and Snapper had stayed on the beach in hopes that they could flag somebody down. Also, Snapper had been really fucked up at that point. Um, you guys were eventually found by a group of, of fake creatures, uh, Hibsils, and brought 
to uh, Asherah, the the Lady of Vida K, who is a fae herself, uh, and who holds court here on the island. Um, not necessarily being used to having mortal beings on the island, which is not and and being not something that she is particularly a fan of. Um, she agreed to allow you the use of a portal that has been dormant for a very long time to return back to the mainland if you would provide some aid to uh, sort of a measure of trust. Um, that aid being there was an open portal to an abyssal realm on the island that was corrupting the Fey here. And she asked if you would go find a way to close it. Uh, you had agreed. You had set out to the corner of the island. That was that where this portal apparently was. Where the corruption was emanating from. Um, and along the way, uh, one night, a woman appeared to uh, uh, Karis and Cameron on their watch, identifying herself as Raina Jaskal a member of the Cerberus Assembly from the Dwindalian Empire. Uh, she said that she was seeking Zerim and Quaven. Uh, she said that Zerim was a fugitive from the Empire and was a distinct threat to the Empire's citizens and security. She had offered to fix some issues for the two and, and, and pay them quite well if they let her know when they hit mainland again where they were. Um, she had vanished, let you guys think this over a bit. Seeker had also overheard this. Uh, and you continued on to eventually a, a forested area where the area was sort of the epicenter of this corruption. Um, this large to toad-like demon creature came out, uh, a Nurgalid, a huge sort of malevolent creature that had around their neck a, a, a large antlered skull on a pendant. Um, it attacked you along with several uh, sort of vicious zombie withered minions. You managed to bring them all down. Uh, and Karis then managed to shut down the portal by focusing through the skull to, 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 to close that off and end the corruption. <laughs> On the way back, you'd learned a little bit more information about Zerema due to some sort of, uh, natural progression of conversation and, uh, Prize having overheard a couple of a couple of terms that she didn't quite understand the, the the meaning of at the time, and you learn that she has spent her entire life up until essentially now in the custody of the Cerberus Assembly in Rexington because she is as a worshipper of the the Luxon or at least. One life, uh, previous lives, worshipper of Luxon, uh, the, the deity 
deific figure, I will say, of of the Kryn dynasty. Um, she is the reincarnation of somebody who has information regarding something of very grave importance that both the dynasty and the empire have war at war with each other have desire for um she was broken free by a rescue mission from from Jorhas from the dynasty of which Quaven is now the only survivor um the having learned that bit of information you all returned back to Ashra, uh, handed over the skull, which Ashra had revealed was that of an archfey uh, named Dulahan uh, that had been corrupted by infernal magic. And she said she would take it, send it back to the Feywild where it can be cleansed. Maybe one day Dulahan can, can, can be reborn. Uh, and she thanked you all was more than happy to send you back. You all decided to spend the night there uh, to to rest and recuperate a bit and have a little bit of a feast thrown in your honor before she will send you back through the portal to get back to the mainland. And that was where we had left off. So... She Ashra proceeds to 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 drift away from you guys for for a, a moment. Goes and gets uh, arrangements made, and they start putting together this essentially this large party for you guys. Um, everything you know, fae fae creatures, sort of running around, starting to gather together, organize a little bit and and sort of reconfigure this 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 grove a little bit for you guys. Um as that chaos sort of unfolds around you, uh you see Petra and and Snapper both come over to you, sort of converge on your location. Uh, Snapper looks to be in much better condition now. Uh, probably a little bit of healing magic used on, on him. Um, Petra looks cleaned up a little bit. Um, and looks to be in sort of a fairly good mood as, as, as she comes over and smiles and says, well, I sound... Sounds like you guys have been productive. Well, we were quite successful in our... in in what we set out to do. Good to hear. Uh, It will not shock you to know that we didn't find a boat. No ships flew, uh, sailed by the island. So, we're here. We didn't flag anybody down. From well, my understanding, we probably wouldn't have been, would have been successful at that regardless. 
Well, fortunately, we have an arrangement that will get us out of here without a ship. I hear that. Which is awesome. Uh, Snapper sort of... Stays there for uh, has stayed there and, and sort of let you guys let you guys converse for about this long before he gets distracted by something that's going on out uh, off off the, in the uh, in the background, so to speak, and, and sort of squawks and, and heads that way. Uh, Petra looks after him with a little bit of a smile. Thanks back to you guys. So you guys are planning to, I mean, I would assume, head back. To the mainland. Uh, yes, the mainland, yes. I was about to question the uh, intent of back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we well, don't. We don't exactly know where we are heading. <laughs> go to the main. Listen, you're getting off, getting off this island. Is back to a degree, but yeah, fair. No, head back to the main. Head to the mainland. Um. And she's sort of. So what? What are you? What are you? What are your plans after that? Once you get to the mainland, I, I assume that's sort of directed at all yes, of us. Yes, in general, to everybody. Um, Cameron sort of glances at Kyrus and doesn't, but doesn't say anything. I just oh, he glances at Kyrus and then just sort of is like, uh, not sure, really. Kyrus doesn't contradict you in any way. <laughs> <laughs> what about? She definitely notices the look. And obviously she is aware there is a situation between you two, so she seems to just pass it off as that. What about... Looking at Hakeem, what about you? Hakeem had been, like previously, had been in, in a visibly good mood, like uh, rubbing his hands together, because, well... He has a, he is essentially clo- closing a deal with right. mutual benefits. Right. And but now he seems more thoughtful and he's like uh looked around looked looked back towards the rest of the uh, group and is uh kind of expecting seemed to be expecting them uh, them to speak up before it is. Well, it's going to depend on where this portal takes us. Mm-hmm. Although I suppose where I might be going might not change 
but the path would. Fair. It might, it might be a long journey, and as such, I expect there might be others with other destinations in mind that I would be accompanying. Fair. She looks over a prize. About you, hon. Um, well, you you probably know more where I was supposed to be heading better than I would. Yeah, no, you're not going there. I, I don't think that I would want to. Exactly, you're not going there. So, what would you like to do from here? This might be your hardest question. Uh, well, um, some people have expressed an interest in uh, talking to uh, my boss, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know the correct words. No, no, well, boss is good enough. Um... So, may, maybe, maybe that... I have a proposition for you all. So here's the thing. Snapper really likes it here. I don't have a ship anymore. Which is pretty much my life. So... We've talked with Asherah, and thanks to you guys making a very good impression, and my own not completely insubstantial charms, we're welcome to stay here for a bit. That surprises me. They don't seem like the shipbuilding type. They're not. I'm not. I'm not. My ship. My 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 captaining days are over for now. I invested a whole lot of time in that, and it just sunk not long ago. So I find myself at a myself at a real interesting crossroads. Fair enough. And really, the only thing I've got here, the only thing I still have, you all are great. You all are wonderful people. For people that I've known for as short as we, as we have. Um, but the, 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 the only real connection I have, the only real part of my life I still have is Snapper. I think that I think that that I think that Asher likes Snapper, so that's probably weighing in my favor as well. So I think I'm gonna stay here. That said, being here frees me from certain contractual obligations that I had signed up to. 
um, uh, to deliver certain people looking over at Seeker to particular places. Um, looks at, it looks at Karis McKim. I'm sorry, no refunds. But you're getting where you're going to go. But I've got one contract that might be good for you guys. Might, might be worth it for you guys. And she gestures over to the drow. Get them to your house. I was supposed to fly. I was supposed to sail them up to 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 uh, uh, the city of Karis. They would have been. They would have. They would have accompanied them to a many hosts of Igrathad, and they would have been met by a contingent there and brought back. Not really doable now. You guys get them to to. Jorhas. Probably Rosanna. It's the capital. And there's going to be a lot in it for you. Not the least of which will be And she looks at Quinn like, "Sorry, I don't know how else how else to say this. You're gonna have a frickin' uh, a frickin' nation, at least at some level in your debt." And the money was this, will not be. Bad. Was this spoken to uh, all of us or all of mostly you. carried? Okay. Oh. I won't lie, it's not going to be the easiest thing in the world. You are trying to travel to a nation that's at war, but who knows, maybe this portal's going to take you to Rosanna. I, I, I have no idea. Um, and as near as everything I understand from... Quaven's superior, who is no longer with us, who contracted me to to for passage, you will not be popular with the Empire if they know that you're doing this. Will not be popular with certain parts of the Empire who are looking for them. But Make one friend, make one enemy. Karis definitely glances over at Cameron at the mention of the Empire. You're muted. If you were looking at the right time, when they said you wouldn't be a fat, you wouldn't, you know, uh, the, the Empire wouldn't be a fat, you're a fan, or whatever it was you said, he would have sort of 
you know, <laughs> the little sort of the little sort of exhale you do when you laugh at not actually right. laughing at something, you know, you're like, hmm, yeah. Hmm. Um, I'm just gonna. He, he finds on. that he find, yeah, he finds that that no that notion funny for whatever reason. I am going to for fun. Roll an an insight for Petra on that. Sure. See if she catches that. Nope. All right. You're in luck. I'm rolling dice. Um. So yeah, that is, I mean, that is, I'll be honest with you guys, take it or not, as a few, I would be, I would very much appreciate because unlike certain contracts that I did not necessarily feel the best about fulfilling, prize, seeker, This one I actually did it, it it felt right to me. But I mean I'm staying here regardless. But yeah, I will you guys figure that out among yourselves. I assume you're all going to be heading back to the mainland at least. Me, I'm going to go get a drink. And she goes to do just that, leaving the group of you there. Uh, Jeremy, do I have any idea what, if any, religion she might follow? Petra? Uh... Yeah. Like, are there any obvious uh, symbologies, or has she made that known at any point? She has... She hasn't... Well, that's not necessarily true. Um... I, I figure, especially if Tarek's, like, the talkative, um, pushy type... Right. That might have come up, but I'm not um... sure. Um... I would say, roll me, you are going to have, I mean, it's not, no, you're going to know. She will have, she has probably mentioned once or twice. Uh, She has said things that are sort of common phrases that you are fairly sure that she is a follower of Avenger. So, yeah. Just filing that away. Yep. So yeah, you guys are all sort of there. What would you like to do? What time of day is it? What's the like schedule looking like? It is probably early evening at this point. So assume the schedule is roughly... Uh, there's going to be a feast. We're we are taking long rest. 
and in the morning we are taking the portal. That would probably be a good guess. Well, do we want to... I assume we want to discuss this either before the feasting or in the morning before we before we return to the mainland. There's something to be said about depending on, on how feasible it is to accomplish that goal, depending on where we end up. Yes. And we well, won't know where we're going to end up until we get there. I don't. I. I. I have no inhibitions of already claiming that. While I'm no smuggler, I'm willing to assist in this endeavor. Definitely an interesting proposition. You, you all should probably go without me. I, I don't know who might be coming for me, and I, I wouldn't want to get everyone caught up in it. Trust me, it's not as bad as some of the stuff that I'm involved in. There are already... We have reason to assume the Empire is already... After those, we would be assisting. Yeah. So, Zarema is like, I think I can trump yours. <laughs> but also, he says, I feel like this is something you guys probably want to discuss without the awkwardness of me and Quaven being right here. So, unless you guys really want us to stay and we can talk about it as a whole, we'll go ahead and leave you guys to dis to to converse among yourselves. What what is Roshana like? Zarim was like, I have no idea. I've never been there. Uh, Quaven. Rosanna is a uh, how to put um it is a massive city uh it is have have you ever been in a large city i i i don't know hmm it is a. You will forgive me for being perhaps a bit biased and 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 uh, describing it in in a braggadocious way, I suppose. But it is it is a, the most beautiful place I have ever been. Um. It is a world city within the the wasteland of Jorhas. Um The trip there is not easy. Um, they, they call it a wasteland for a reason. But...
It is awe-inspiring, let us put it that way. The city itself. Well, and the wastelands too. That is that is awe-inspiring in a very different way. Would there be any issue with us being there? No, I would imagine not. You are... <clears throat> we are... How to be? Really much uh, a different populace as a whole. Um, <clears throat> but... We are very accepting of whoever you are, and where whatever person you are, um, whether human or elf or what have you, you would just perhaps see. A wider variety of people. Lots of drow, obviously. Uh, uh, goblinoid races and, uh, half orcs, orcs, tiefling, um, Yes, much wider variety. Also, you will be obviously had the 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 rather significant caveat of essentially acting freelance on a mission for the dynasty. There might be a little hesitance, I might say, uh, initially, with people encounter us, but just because I think it is fair to say that you all come from stock that is much more commonly seen in the Empire. But, and the Empire is at war with the dynasty right now, but nobody's going to automatically assume, like, none of you are wearing, um, the tablet of the Empire, or military garb, or silverless assembly robes. Kobat soul regalia, that sort of thing. It would be fine. I take it the coast, Marjorie coast, is viewed, or, wait, I'm forgetting the, uh, wait, what's the, uh, what, 
Uh, I'm forgetting the faction name that the the uh, the, the Empire, uh, the Menagerie Coast, or the Dynasty. Empire, the Clovis okay. Concord, or the Dynasty. Yes, yeah. the, yes. I, I assume the uh, people Korhas are aware of the uh, Concord's position with the Empire to the extent that we are, at least on paper, their ally. Or at least in... Well, it's a complicated situation, but I assume Indeed. they are not... They would not expect us as uh, treat us as hostiles. Probably not. I am not. Uh, I must say, I am not a diplomat. I am a low-ranking soldier in the army. But I do have. I come from a family who has some 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 level of diplomacy. And there is there is an understanding among many within the dynasty, and I believe the dynasty is aware, is recognizes and understands that while technically allied. The Concord is staying mostly is essentially staying out of peace. There is a and reason the why why the why the dynasty is not fighting a two pronged war. And as far as I understand, I am the only one affiliated with the Concord of us. And well, and well, I'm a crafter and merchant. I am no soldier. Yes, you would be fine. I am certain. I do not see any reason why any of you would have issue. Sarim is like, alright, we'll leave you to talk, but you're not. Word, if you have any, if you want us to join in, any questions, we'll be right over there. And they go, they go find a place to, they they, they go over and and start talking with uh, Petra a little bit, leaving the group of you to discuss or run off and get drinks and stuff, whatever you want to do. Kems would definitely look over at Cameron and kind of indicate that we need to have a discussion. He'll acknowledge that and, you know, head nod or whatever. Okay. Hello. Hello. Ah. So we have a Navaran. 
It is I playing Sika. Yes. Sika so, powers up in the background. Just to catch you up. Uh not a ton has happened. Um uh-huh. you guys you are you're you're at Asherah's Grove Camp. Call it what you will. Um as a reminder, spending the night there before you guys t- teleported back to the mainland. Uh you guys mm-hmm. Met you guys, uh, uh, reunited with, with, uh, uh, Snapper and, and Petra, uh, briefly. Uh, Snapper went to go off. There, there's currently the assembling of a feast around you. Um, uh, sort of organized, well, I'd say organized, but let's be honest, this is fey. This is chaotic chaos. Um, and, Petra had basically told you guys that due to you guys invoking a hell of a lot of goodwill by what you guys did and apparently Asherah being sort of charmed by Snapper uh, Snapper wants to stay here and Petra is inclined to stay with him for a while so they will not be accompanying you and she put forward the idea of the one contract she has that she that that she's not just saying, "Well, that didn't happen," is getting Zarema and Quaven back to the back to Jorhas, back to the Kryn Dynasty, uh, which would be exceptionally profitable probably get you a few favors from the Empire and potentially, you know, make you an enemy from, from, or favors from the Dynasty. Potentially, you know, a little hostility from the Empire, uh, but would be very lucrative. And then they headed off. Zarema answered a couple of questions about, or Quaven answered a couple of questions about uh, uh, what your house is like, and basically said that no, you guys will not be attacked on site if you try if you try to traverse Jorhas. And then they parted ways to let you all discuss without the awkwardness of the two draw that you might be accompanying standing right there watching you. <laughs> Okay. And that's what happened. And Karis and Cameron, I believe, just skedaddled in their own direction to briefly converse? Uh, I don't think we went up yet, but sort of okay. in the... It's more nods at each other, I think. Okay. Since the attention is found in group. Hakim uh, might be paying attention to this and might go uh is there s- okay so since we are we'll be making a we'll be appearing somewhere on the mainland with the, the location which we don't yet know but are heading into would be heading to your house. Um, potentially, uh, 
pursued by agents of the Empire. This this portal that we've been offered is like one that hasn't been used in a while, isn't it? The she was the what's her name was saying. Jim? Yeah, like hasn't been. Correct. Yeah, it hasn't been. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. There's no telling where we'll come out. I think our we we likely have several days of establishing where we are on the mainland uh, to figure out what we're going to do. Uh, for now, I think our best bet is to have a drink, get some sleep, and we will find figure out what our situation is in the morning. And you will wait to see if there's any reaction. Womp noises, Seeker wakes up. (laughs) There's no point in speculating now. Now I'm going to get a drink. He's going to go and find a drink. Yep. (laughs) And that is very easy to do. There are any number of tables. Um, basically, there's been this sort of semicircle of 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 uh, uh, tables and, and and benches uh, around the sort of central area where um, Asherah's uh, throne essentially is, Asherah's seat, um, and there is. Food and drink as far as, like, in just about every variety. Um, it is a heavy, heavy mix of, you see several of the Hibsels that had accompanied you and a few more. Um, you see that, that, that large sort of gathering of, uh, of satyrs. Um, have occupied a large area, uh, and are animated. There, it's it, it's just sort of chaos of drinking and some some arm wrestling and some 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 full on fighting. Um, there's some pixies, pixies, brownies, like the whole gamut of like low level fake creatures, and you can get pretty much whatever you want. Uh, Cameron's going to find a drink and sort of find somewhere on the edge of the party to more like quietly have a drink, just sort of enjoy the atmosphere. He's not going to going in, going to wallflower it a bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, Yeah. cool. I'm I'm going to see if I can volunteer my service either in helping to set up and like clean whatnot, or to perform if there's an opportunity. There is, you go around looking for, like, to help set up, not so much, because you look for somebody to, 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 like, even give the offer to, and, like, there's no sense of one person being in charge of, of that whole aspect of it. Obviously, Asher is in charge of the whole thing, um, but or the whole island. 
but there isn't like you go up to somebody and be and and they're like you know can i can i help with with and they are they are in in the process of like they sort of brush you off and are in the process of arguing with somebody else over something and and you go on it's that sort of organized cause where everybody just seems to know what they what their what their role is even though a lot of them might be bickering over it um and you know no this goes here no it goes there no no that the 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 lamb goes down there that sort of thing uh even mm. though there's that everybody seems to be moving like when you when you get close and you really look at it they're moving in incredible synergy and there's not really a spot to sort of get involved in the set now performing once like like once like an, an area is all done there is ample opportunity to do perfor- to to perform and entertain um and, and, and such and even like the rowdier areas um have have people have music playing it's interesting in that there are several different throughout throughout the area several different small like performances going on from flute playing to some singing uh uh uh, uh poetry recital um reenactment of 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 dramatic scenes etc throughout this but none of it really like overtalks anything or drowns anything out it all just seems to blend in very smoothly and when you you find a place you you, you start performing a little bit um even you know it, it might seem a little bit intimidating or uh it might seem difficult to sort of fit your voice in where this is and not worry about it being drowned out but once you let out the first couple of notes, it, it all sm- uh, flows in perfectly to where the area that you're performing for can hear it just fine. It sort of just blends in magically with with everything else that's going on and just contributes to the overall atmosphere. So you are able yeah, to like I'm, right in. I, I'm trying to sort of match the tone, like the mood of what's around, it's, sort of yeah. blend in, like kind of stealthily. <laughs> Roll me a performance with advantage. Uh, I do have proficiency if I'm doing with my liar, but I don't know if that counts. Yeah, I would say so. So plus two. So twenty three, and 
the 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 sort of the the magic of this area also lowers the difficulty. So yeah, you immediately fit like you're already trying to sort of work it in to 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 sort of sort of weave it in there with everything else. And it's very clear to you, yes, the magic of this area, whether it's Ashra herself, whether it's just the island, whether it's the 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 closeness to the Feywild, whatever it is, is facilitating your efforts to do that quite well, and you are just in perfect sync with it. And you feel yourself... It is a moment of connection with other people and working in concert with people. But it, it, it's not just like, like, how to put it, professional synergy. Like, sort of, as you sort of, sort of, um, uh, sing along with, you feel that sense of you feel that sense of being connected to people that perhaps you've lacked to a degree for a very long mm. time yeah however however prize reacts to that is obviously up to prize. Uh, there would be a shift in the tone of the music getting like more energetic and sort of mm. happier. But also still trying to blend in. Right. Cool. So yeah. You're performing uh Cameron, you are you are you you are person watching and and just vibing. Uh, what about the rest of you, Karis? Karis is also going to go find a drink. Okay. And possibly something to eat that mm -hmm. involves some quite rare meat, if possible. Yep. Oh, very possible. And then he's going to find somewhere to sit and also people watch and have a think about what the hell she's going to do. Okay. Absolutely fair. And yeah, you can very easily... There is no... No shortage of places to position yourself. Anybody, if you're trying, if watch anybody in particular, that is entirely doable. Um, yeah, you were just able to, to, again, sort of vibe, sort of, sort of consider the situation for the night. Uh, Seeker. Who's around? Fair. Oh, um, um, because because what Seeker wants to do is find someone 
here who sort of looks like they know what they're doing <laughs> in a party context um, and go and find them and talk to them. Okay. When you say in a party context, you mean meta version of party or just actual party? Well, whatever's going on here. Yes. Like Someone who looks like yeah. they're yeah, they're understanding what is, what is expected. Roll me an insight roll, because that's an interesting one. Okay. Very good at that. Yes. <laughs> that's an eight. Nice. <laughs> so it's it's sort of the same thing in terms of like what uh, Pride's trying to find somebody to uh, somewhere, someone to direct to 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 help in sort of the setup thing is it's really hard to figure out like there's not there's not really a hierarchy that you can that, that you can determine or somebody who is like clearly in the know more than anybody else the only person that you would be able to to just because they're the person that you that you you've interacted with most and is clearly in charge of the island as a whole is and she is sort of on 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 her sort of sort of uh uh a raised I hesitate to call it a hill, but raised area uh mm. in, in her chair sort of watching would be Ashra, who is flanked by uh, those two Aladrin that you seen before, that you saw when you were last here. She would be sort of the best guess. Everybody else looks equally competent, or lack thereof. Okay, that makes sense. Um, I yeah, Seeker is actually going to go up to her then. Okay. He looks at you. Just you walk come straight up. up. Yep. Sort of straightens up a little bit. Seeker. Hello. Hello. Um. I. Looks looks around like gestures. Looks confused. How. How does everybody know what to do? This this was not included in any of my. Knowledge or anything else. I, I do not understand what is happening here. She gets sort of a a, a gently amused smile. Um, I don't imagine that it would have been. Um, they are simply how how. T- They are simply enjoying themselves. They are simply... This is an opportunity for celebration. This is... How... How do you know how to celebrate? Celebration is... um, That's a very interesting question. I don't honestly think I've ever been asked it before. Um. Well, then, how did you learn? 
island with a uh, creatures much more much more in uh yeah, words brain high um Asher does not say that. Hmm. Um, we are creatures who are much more inclined to our passions. And a celebration is an expression of that, in a way. Um... I will confess, and I am not certain. All right, do you have? And don't take this as 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 uh, insulting or condescending. It's not intended to be. But do you have emotional reactions and things that you are passionate about? Nika like stops <laughs> and like thinks. Maybe. Sometimes. So... That is... There's certainly a ritual to celebration. But at its core, it is simply um, it is simply an opportunity to let loose to a degree, to let um, the positive feelings, even perhaps the negative feelings. Um, to let them out in a positive manner. Um, it is perhaps you are perhaps you are not. Are you familiar with the concept of uh, grief and mourning? I do not believe so. You have me at a loss, even. Because mm. I am a creature. Then I will just ask this. Go ahead. I will just ask this. What do I do? What do you want to do? So there's like a long pause, and Zika's like, I. Do not think anyone has asked me that before. I have just been doing. That is a shame. I will have to ask someone else about this. For now, is there something I can do now 
As long as you do nothing that harms another, whatever you like. Okay. Sikkim will just like turn, like do a one eighty snap, and just walk away. As you're turning, he's like, "I've seen. It's been a long time, but I have seen creatures like you before." You know. He stops, and he doesn't turn back around. But he says, "Where?" All over the continent, but. Largely there was a civilization a long, long time ago, thousands of years ago. At least at least a couple thousand, I believe. I don't know, time is weird for the Fae, but a long time ago. Um Known as Ale. They had, and I hope this is not an offensive term for you to you, but artificial life forms. Not quite the same as you. I'm. Not, I don't believe. I was no expert on that. But if you're looking for answers, you may want to learn more about that civilization. Thank you, he says, and walks off. Yep. Okay, she lets you go. <laughs> um, how big is this place? Is there an exit somewhere? It's fairly large. I mean, you're you're. It's a large grove, or a large mm. clearing in the in the middle of the. So, in terms of, it's all open air. Um, but if you want to leave the area, absolutely, you just. Go into the trees on one and one edge of the. Uh, you know what? I think you'll just find a tree mm -hmm. that's like in there and just climb it. Okay. That is absolutely doable. There is there is a wide variety of of of, of heights and and like obviously seeker would have a problem climbing like a sapling. But, like, there's anything from, like, you know, a typical normal-sized tree to a few that are that are easily a good 150 feet tall. So you have your, you have your choice of how, how high you want to climb, where you want to climb to, etc. Just somewhere that okay. I can see most of the place and sort of yeah. watch people and try and figure out what they're doing. Makes sense. Uh, and Hakim. I think Hakim is thoughtful for some time before he, uh, as he tries to figure out how to go about this and, uh, finally figures out, yes, 
this is a safe area. It's been a rough time last couple of days. And uh, depending on what's available, uh, Hakim is either look, looking for uh, physical comfort, okay. or or I'll, if that is that that's probably the first priority. But the second priority would be to uh, try to kind of go back to a time when he was younger and. Uh, Enjoy the party. Okay. Um, physical comfort is potentially very attainable, um, depending on what kind he would be looking for, or what is this more like? Like to uh, sit on something soft, right? That's doable. Um, there is, there is definitely a sense of, of interwoven at various, uh, uh, throughout. There's not like a big conglomeration of them the way that there is like the satyrs. Um, but woven, just woven throughout, uh, just... And generally enjoying the vibe and the like, there is definitely a a sense of sensuality throughout. Hmm. Um, and as sort of, and this put sort of just in general, nobody is necessarily like mind control affected or anything, but there is very much a um mood lifting, I would say, sort of like how um how prize very quickly like the magic sort of sort of sort of gets prize feeling that sense of connectedness. There is a, a a general just sort of mood lifting, sort of getting swept up in in the whole thing. That is not necessarily a high, but a bit of a euphoria that settles over everybody. Okay. So yeah. yeah you can absolutely find that. Yeah. Cool. And yeah, unless anybody has anything in particular that they are wanting to accomplish uh, beyond beyond your already stated goals for the night, um, the night winds on as long as you are willing to have the night wind wind on. An interesting side effect of this is you are not getting tired unless you're like, all right, I think I need to go to go go to sleep. And then when you go find you know find a place to to to, to fall asleep to, then sleep will come take you. But that sort of energy that's going through this all and thing just sort of. 
you're riding that current a little bit, so at no point do you you particularly feel tired. Um, as the as the night sort of goes on, at some point Cameron is going to go over and sit down next to Karis. Mm-hmm. Now you said Karis was also sort of just off on the side. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so assuming at some point where I don't know, maybe there are people coming and going and. If Karis is talking to them or whatever, at some point when Karis is alone, Cameron will come over and sit down and sit next to her and just sort of looking out into the crowd and just say, I'm going to help. I'll, uh, I'm going to help Zaraya. I was coming to the same conclusion. What? <laughs> Only issue I have is that so far I've operated under the radar, shall we say, of any of the Empire and others, and this will very definitely put us both on their radar. Yeah. They, I'm... The Empire is not uh, a big fan of me either, but I think they've mostly just let me go. I don't imagine they'll uh tremendously happy with us helping helping uh them though. I'm sort of nodding towards the um the the uh, towards Zaraya wherever she is in the Crowd. Zarema is, for the record, Zarema is, no problem. Um, Zarema for the night, um, mostly spends it with, because she's kind of trying to leave you guys all to, to, to have the night to yourself, not like be around you to put that pressure on, like, Hey, do you want to help me? Do you want to help me? Um, so she is pretty much hanging out with the only peop- only person that, that she really knows and has a real... So she's hanging out basically with Petra and uh, a Snapper. And of course, wherever Zarema is, Quaven is nearby. But yeah, they don't... They are just sort of relaxing... Enjoying the conversation, you know, enjoying the conversations that they're having. They're also talking with, you know, occasionally getting conversation with some of the Fae. At least the Rim. Quaven is just, as typically seems to be the case, a little uncomfortable by all of this, but, but, but it, but it's doing his job. So yeah. Yeah, we still will, still need to see where we end up on the mainland, but, um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, did 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 the did the um lady did that lady to give us her name? The um yes, Raina. Mm-hmm. Raina. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not planning on letting Raina know what's happening. Neither, but you may not have a choice. She can find us here. 
Yes, well, it's a... It is... It, it's a good point. She can... To... Clearly very powerful. Yes. I wonder if a share can provide us with anything that will keep us off her labor. Hmm. Mm. Right. It is worth asking. Yeah. We oh, yes, yes. Yeah. You should ask in the morning. Don't know. He looks like he's going to say something that he just doesn't. He goes back to, has, takes another sip of his drink, uh, and then just goes back to sort of watching people. It doesn't really say anything. Okay. With regards to our prior engagement. Having been given more information, I'm not so inclined to collect my payment on that. He just nods. And then... Also takes a sip of her drink and then... Outwardly watching people. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, you guys, depending, essentially, whether you sleep or not, uh, due to. The area, the magic of the feast, etc. Whether you sleep or not tonight, by the time the feast ends, which it ends about as the uh, as the the rays of the sun are are breaking into the area, you get a long rest. Uh, the party winds down sl- very, very slowly through the night. Mostly, like, it gets a little less rowdy um, after the satyrs have either drunk themselves to pass out, beat each other unconscious, or just wandered off. Um, essentially, the, the the thing sort of sort of sort of eases down to sort of a dull, uh, uh, eases off uh, throughout the night until it is pretty much it comes to a stop. It's just sort of naturally, as a as a course of everything, about that time, about as morning breaks. 
uh, and the the whole of the the uh, fae creatures here, uh, the community here, uh, has ended up either they've drifted off into the woods, um, or they found a place to 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 settle down and sleep for a bit, um, or they're just unconscious where they lay. Um, to the point that it's pretty ju much just the non-fay and Asher who are left conscious or waking up if you if you decided to sleep at some point. I think Hakim has a goes through a quite a roller coaster as he recognizes. Uh, that it's dawn, and he hasn't slept. Because mm -hmm. he was fully expected to uh, lose consciousness fairly early. Legit. But never did. And never noticed the passage of time. And then goes to, wait, I'm not tired. Oh, or like it first does, oh, it's dawn. I have things I need to do. Wait, I didn't sleep. Uh, I'm not tired. And then go through the par paranoia of, am I tired or not? As he heads to he, where he le wherever he left, he, either wherever, wherever he has left his spellbook or a space where he can uh, spend time reading it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Makes sense. Yes. Um, Ashra basically settles herself into uh, from where she's sort of overlooking everything. A little bit of a, uh, a connected but separate kind of thing throughout the night. Uh, as as once the party's down, she sort of settles back and goes into a little bit of meditation, basically giving you guys all the time you need to get ready, prepare your spells, etc, etc, etc. And able to approach whenever you want to approach. Or get together, or uh, converge as a group, or what. Yeah, I think... Sorry. No, you go. Um, Harris would try and approach when there aren't any of the others about. Okay. And she would just kind of quietly say to Ashera, um, we are aware that there are Definitely, people of the Cerberus Assembly are aware of our location. Do you have anything that could help mask us to their scrying abilities? She opens her eyes uh, and looks at you. I do not. I I do not know. 
You'll forgive me, I'm not exceptionally uh, uh, studied of of the people beyond this this island uh, and beyond the, the Feywild, so I'm not certain who Assembly is. That said, I, I understand what you're saying. There is there is somebody who can track you. That is correct. Several somebody's most likely. I do not have anything I do not have anything with me that will and I I do not believe it would take me quite some time to create something that would allow allow you to evade such detection. However, what I can do, um, one of you has still has my feather, I assume. That is correct. Hold on to it. Should you ever need me? You need only focus on it. Hold it. Focus on it. Think my name. And send me a message. If I can help you, I will do so. Because I will be honest. If you, if a lot of you had not aided us the way you did, I don't know that we would have survived. So I am deeply in all of your debt. And she kind of gives a, a slight half bow. And I, in turn, thank you for your aid. Out of character, does anyone remember who has the feather? Uh, Seiko. Yeah, it's me. Cool. And I am probably just about coming down from that tree. <laughs> awesome. After preparing spells, Hakim would probably be uh, looking for the other members of the group, mostly just to make sure they're all they are all still around at first. Like right. at first, it's just to make sure, okay, this person's over here, this person's over here, but. And but eventually he'd start he might start gathering them together uh, so we could leave. Cool. Yeah, Quaven and Zarema 
had Zarema had found a place. She does not stay up all night. Uh, she finds a place to 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 settle down against a tree and and rest. And he stands guard over her. Um, so they get up and 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 eventually wander over in probably when you guys start forming up as a group. Your guys' direction. Obviously, Zarema and Quaven were some of the people that... <laughs> yes. For sure. Zarema is like, I hope everybody had a good evening. It was not what I expected, but it was one of the possibly the best time I've had in my life. Good to hear. I hope I... I'm not sure if I ever get the chance to, but if I ever do, I would gladly return here. It's nice. Not gonna lie. I mean, my experience is somewhat limited on a variety of experiences, but this is definitely a high point. Well, oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, if we are all here, it seems it's time to prepare for magical transportation. Indeed. Shall we shall we go and get transported, I suppose? And you guys make your way over. Um, Petra meets you on the way. She has gotten up. So, well, I, this is, this will be it for us for at least, oh, the foreseeable future. I don't know if I'll be leaving here anytime soon. I don't know if you'll be coming back anytime soon, but you know what weirder shit has happened than me crossing paths with people I didn't ne don't necessarily expect to as evidenced by the fact that I'm spending that I'm taking a vacation on Fairy Island but you all take care of yourself If I do run across you again, I'd much rather run across you, cross, cross you alive and well, and not stumble over your corpses somewhere in a forest. It says there's an obvious snark in there. <laughs> um, so you could like 
takes that very seriously and like does like a solemn nod, like mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he grins like I'm gonna miss you most of all, Seeker. <laughs> it's also good to know that she has a half grin on her face. Taking mm-hmm. a joke. A few steps back lets you guys continue on your way to Ashera. There are stains as you guys approach. Steps down. Uh, kneeling down, head down. And please rise. Uh, yes, my lady. It's appreciated, but... I must warn you. I am not entirely certain where this goes. I know it is mainland. But it has also not been used in a very long time. The good news of that is it means nobody has used it in the opposite direction. It does go both ways. So you will not likely be in a place that is um, let's just say a heavy intersection or something like that. Or the middle of a wizard's tower. Beyond that I couldn't tell you. But I am more than happy to allow you pass. And she sort of gestures with her hands, sort of puts her hands out and sort of raises them up a little bit. And you see um, next to what is essentially her throne, you see branches sort of come out of the ground wrap up around each weave around each other and form this large probably eight foot tall um big enough for probably a couple people to fit through at a time uh a circle uh um, pardon me my lady yes I, I I'm sorry but I do have a a rather large request of both you, yourself and uh, Petra. What may, what would you like? Uh, towards the shore where we uh, landed, uh, they're buried there is a very important person to me. Uh, if it's all possible, could you t- take care of that land? I... I think Petra knows all the rights that might be needed, but just... Uh, sorry. Of course. We will honor that land. And that rescue place. I will speak Thank with you. Petra and we will... We will determine what is... We will make sure 
that they are watched over. Thank you. I'm, I'm sorry. Do no need to be sorry. And she just sort of steps back. From what you guys can see, it's literally just a hoop in the uh, a large circle of branches. Pass through, and you will end up on the other side. Well, camera will step forward. Okay. And sort of nod towards her, and then step through the and circle. Yeah, as you, as the rest of you, you see Cameron step through. And as he sort of reaches the, uh, uh, it's, passes through uh, within the circular area he just vanishes no indication it's like he's stepping into fog almost except for there's no fog there And he disappears. Who is coming? Who is going next? Me. Okay. Seeker steps through. Sarema and Quaven will go through next. And then essentially at this point, is anybody not going through? There is a momentary hesitation, but Price does end up going through, yeah. So you do all eventually step through. So Cameron, you first. Mm -hmm. You step through. And it is, once you, as you pass through, there is a brief sensation of being in a, just, in a bank of mist, completely surrounded. You can hear the sounds of wildlife more vibrant probably than you have ever heard. You hear all sorts of, of different different fauna uh, around you. You hear things that you cannot identify. Is that fauna? Is that is that animal life? Is that sentient? life you're not really certain and all of this it feels like it's probably in your head it feels like it's about 30 seconds or so of this as you are simply passing through and in this you you almost feels like it's slow motion to you and then that sensation all goes and you are suddenly very cold. 
Um, mm-hmm. Very cold. It is very dark. Um, it is exceptionally wet. In part, well, in entirety, because you are thoroughly underwater. Oh. Now, you don't have... You're human. You don't have dark vision or light or anything like that initially. Luckily, everybody's coming through right after you, so you're fine. You uh, all, so it- as you pass through, feel the same sensation out of every, everything that you go through. Um, including being completely underwater. Once sensation returns to you, or a spatial relation returns to you. Um, and I think the good news for Cameron is once everybody very quickly shows up right after you, and this is like within probably a, a, a matter of three or four seconds, even if it took you guys a little bit longer, yay for the Feywild bending time. You guys all sort of pop up here within a few seconds of each other. I believe that somebody has a light spell pretty regularly going. Hakim would cast it pretty soon if yes. there's no light in the water around There me. is not. Uh, I just would hate to mention it. Does it have a verbal component? That is also uh, an important it question. It does. It has I was just looking that material. up. Yep. I had checked. It's a good question whether it works on the water, because technically it's not impossible to speak on the water. I you... Normally, casting spells underwater is difficult. Fair enough. Um, roll me... It's not going to be difficult. It is a cantrip. Roll me a spell casting roll. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking... Uh, yeah, all right. 18. You are fine. So you are able to... It's a matter of, as you open your mouth, and by the way, water starts filling your mouth and your, 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 everything. Um, mm-hmm. it is a matter of, you can still speak underwater. The sound may not, may not carry you very far, but you can still speak. It is... Magic in uh, and the incantations involve a very particular inflection and 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 and, and uh, uh, specific words that can be difficult even to just get the right physical movements. To make those words happen when you are underwater. You're able to do it without difficulty. You are very trained in this sort of thing. Not underwater, but 
you are training this thing, so you are absolutely able to 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 get a light spell going. Uh, let me make sure that you do have your. your it's possible that Hakim has tried uh, vocal components while in water before. I mean, also Just fair. Not not in this kind of context, though. <laughs> so this is, light is light spell is twenty twenty. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. There you go. You should yeah, have it's twenty twenty. Can everybody see? Or I guess I should say, can anybody not see on this map? <laughs> well, I already had see? visibility when I came in, Perfect. so... Uh -huh. Okay. So, you find yourselves as those organics among you Begin to panic over the fact that you are you are you are not breathe you are, you are having it is not easy to breathe because you're underwater. Um, in what looks to be a, a a temple of some kind, underwater temple, but a temple that has obviously. Long since been abandoned. It water is water temple. Those puzzles, huh? God, they're always the worst stages. The water temple. <laughs> <laughs> when do we fight the dark versions of ourselves? <laughs> That's like adulthood, man. Uh, I think in my case, it might well be the light version of myself. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Sorry, the mirror versions of ourselves. <laughs> See, now I'm just thinking of like this scene at the end of Scott Pilgrim in the World where it's uh, Scott has to fight Mega Scott and they walk it cuts to them just walking out together and just chatting and But yeah, no, we're going to go we're 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 going to go get lunch next week. He's actually pretty cool. Um but um yeah, you guys are, there is a very clear, unlike on Vita K's side, there was obviously this very organic thing that, that, that Ashra grew. You have stepped out of a physical portal structure. Um, that, that built out of stone, etc. Sort of basically against this, the, the, this wall. And you guys can see it is a, a a pretty sizable room. Uh you see a rubble on the ground. Um a pretty decent there is a a a an ecosystem of of underwater plants down here that indicates this has been underwater for quite some time. Uh, you do not notice at the moment um, any sea life or underwater life in terms of animal life in your immediate vicinity. Uh, and this room that looks like there is one exit it is 
to your left, facing south, is, is to the west. And this is the point where I ask, what's everybody's constitution? <laughs> I don't need to breathe. That is correct. Two of you are relatively five. Uh, the surprisingly, five of you, surprisingly, I have a plus one at 13. Nice. Uh, 14, 14, I have a plus two. Are we asking for modifier or score? A modifier is fine. Okay. Um, Hakeem clocks in at minus two. So, good news. You always get at least one minute of holding your breath. Yep. You have one minute. Mm-hmm. Rise, you have two minutes. Um, Cameron, you have three minutes. Uh, okay, well, let's see. First things first, is there an air pocket at the top? No. Okay. And we see one exit? You see one exit in this direction. Then, uh, once I've established that there is no air above me, I will start moving. Start hitting out that way, looking for some yep. air. There you guys start quickly moving in that direction. I have yeah, a I light. Think Hakim is, is right behind Cameron because Hakim saw the only obvious opening and didn't and Cam- didn't continue to look for others. <laughs> legit, Cameron. Once you hit about here, like right, just entering this room. So there's a small little there's a small little uh, connecting area to another room um, that is fairly large. A little bit squarer than sort of the 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 longer room that you guys were in. Um, the good news is you see a door in here. Uh, there's a door right about there. The bad news is, how swimming in through that door, uh, you see four fairly decently sized. Um, underwater predators would be the best way to describe them. Um, they are not enormous, they're not like great lights or anything like that, but there are four sharks cutting through the distance, having, you know, detected in their general vicinity vibration in the water and they're coming to investigate and they have found food. Uh, So, at this point, I will have everybody go ahead and roll initiative. Okay. Ooh, 18. Nice. 
War. Carries wood. Make sure that those of the rest of them that can't breathe will have gone ahead. The rest of them are what? Ahead of her. So okay. If they collapse, you can see that they have collapsed or start running. Right. Quaven is going on 18. Zorema is going on 13. And Sharks going on We're going on 14, so. What are. Uh, Seeker, what's your dex? My dex uh, is a plus 2. Okay. Oh, uh, my dex, I think, is more than 13, so it will be. Okay, so you will be above before the sharks. Let me. Oh, yeah. Mine's 16. I just, it does. I, I rolled it the other way. You're a plus two, or oh no, you are, yeah, plus two. Uh, Alright, so Quaven is going first. Quaven is going to swim, swim, swim. He is not aware of sharks yet. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. Thirty, five, ten, fifteen. Hello, sharks. Uh, and he quickly starts moving ahead to 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 potentially engage the sharks. Uh, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. And from there. You see, so Cameron and Hakeem, you guys being uh, uh, up front, see, that's right, there we go, uh, Quaven does, he, yeah, no, I, fi- I fixed his hit points, um, he moves up. And he proceeds to sort of, sort of, uh, 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 take a ready stance. Put his hands together, really quick focus, and grab his, his, uh, 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 double-aid scimitar as he brings it around. He, I don't know if I actually need, yeah, I knew there was something that I forgot to, Put on here, that's fine. Let's double him up. Um, he can go there. Uh, you see behind the sharks this sort of most gray, shadowy. Uh, 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 figure appear behind the sharks. 
that matches Quaven in appearance. Uh, right um, down to the sword. I think that answers somebody's earlier question. Uh, about when we're fighting our shadows or whatever. <laughs> I mean, oddly, kind of, but not quite the same thing, but. Uh, and that is what Quaven is doing this turn. Uh, Seeker, you're up. Okay. I'll move. 5, 10, 15, 25, 30. Um, what's that range? 45 feet. I think I can make a ranged attack at disadvantage, right? Correct. I think that's how underwater stuff works. Correct. Um, okay, well I will do that. Cool. <laughs> um, I will use my longbow, and I will attack with disadvantage at the nearest shark. Okay. That's not bad. 17's pretty good, and I believe, let me check here to make sure. Oh yeah, 17's going to hit. Um, for ooh, nice. Ooh, max damage. That's real good damage. So you you take aim, you let it go. Uh, arrow most of the water, and you're not used to firing through water, but your your no. your shot is particularly uh uh right on course. Zooms by Cameron. Uh, and sticks right in the, right in the, the, the side of the shark. Uh, that starts very quickly. It has lost a decent amount of blood at this point. Um, so hang on, I'm not sure how this works massively, but I have the Dread Ambusher trait now. Okay. Feature, whatever. Um, oh, my walking speed is actually 10 foot yep. faster, so I can Correct. go another 510. Um, because it's the first turn. Uh,. I have dark vision, so that's nice. Um, if you take the attack action on that turn, you can make one additional weapon attack as part of that action, dealing an extra 1d8 damage with a weapon's time type on a hit. Okay, well, I'll do that then. Okay. Um, another one. 17 again. Ign- um... So that's then that six plus a d8 oh. <laughs> seven. So that's another seven hold damage. Seven up. Same one, I assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shark is suddenly not looking good. Um. Get back to the the, the right. Yep, that's fine. Uh, we'll do that. And then... I think that will be my actions for the turn. Perfect. Uh, that will bring it to... Fortunately, I was doing a thing, and it replaced all of the... But that's fine. Um, that brings it to... Uh, Cameron. You are up. 
Yeah. So, uh, I can only move, move more slowly in the water. Um, uh, no, I think it's, I think we try to get into it. Um, five, ten, Fifteen, I guess I use a bonus action to dash, I suppose. Mm-hmm. So actually I might go down this way. And then I will attack the shark for my action. Okay. Uh now I have uh assassinate, which gives me advantage against creatures that haven't taken a turn yet. So I Correct. Will advantage here. Yeah, I would like to assassinate the shark. <laughs> uh, actions. Short Sounds sword. Sorry. Uh, attacking with my short sword. Uh, with advantage. Twenty-four. Uh, hit. I think attacks. I think melee attacks. I think it depends on the kind of attack you're making. Hold on, just a second. It's, um, it'll depend on what weapon. Yes. Well, in this case, it's, I'm using a short sword. I don't know what that does. Though. Uh, when making a melee weapon attack, I just want to make sure. I'm Unless the weapon is a dagger, javelin, short sword, spear, or trident. Correct. And you hey, said short, short sword. sword. There you go. Yep, you're good. Oh, that's convenient. So, yeah, no, um, that hits. Cool. 24. Um, so it does. Nine, and I will also use my sneak attack since I have advantage, so yep, I can. So that's thirteen. Thirteen uh, piercing damage. Uh, I mean, uh, roll roll another d six. Oh, because you auto crit. Okay. You're well, auto crit. No, that's uh, different. That's if they if they are surprised, I get the extra crit stuff. It's a sick. It's a separate thing. I get yeah, you have advantage on it, advantage on it, attack rolls against creatures that haven't taken a turn in combat yet, and any hit you score against a creature You're that is correct. surprised is a critical hit. You're correct. Never mind. Ignore me. Yeah, it's it's two separate things, but for some reason they're just one ability rather yeah. than just giving me two abilities. Anyway, Anyways, I do that. Yes, I've used my bonus you action, so I can't do anything more. Slice across the side of the sharks. Um. You you slice across the side of the shark's flank, opening it up quite nicely. Um, and that's everything for you. Yeah, unfortunately, I used my bonus action to get there. So, yep. Uh, and it is now Zarema's turn. Uh, or no, I'm sorry, it is the shark's turns. So, the sharks, uh, I mean, they're sharks, said, presence echo doesn't give vibration, uh, nope, you know what, this shark's going to attack the echo, this shark is going to move up to Quaven, the shark, the, the shark that, 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 that you attacked is attacking you, uh, Cameron. Mm-hmm. And you know what? This one is also going to go up and attack wave. Um, so 
Picks here. Uh, and then he's going to attack Rod as a creature, but he's one of the shark's allies from five feet of the creature, and it is uh, a basket. So, oh. okay. Shark gets pack tactics. They're the dogs yes, of the they sea. Do. Um, or, or the kobolds of the sea? <laughs> so the echo survives because the shark Pop misses goblins. it. Um, <coughs> two attacks on Quaven. Right, echo nice. Forgot about that. Uh, seventeen. I might hit him. Uh, nope, nope, nope. Does not hit him. <laughs> Second attack, uh, an 11 definitely does not, and then Cameron, an attack on you, uh, an 11 misses you. That was, for the record, because this is a me thing, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, Sixty twenties rolled. There was a thirteen, and then nothing else is above a seven. You're welcome. Ah, uh, that is the shark's turns. Now it is Zarema's turn, and Zarema is going to swim, 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 swim for your life because you are drowning. Uh, no, not actually drowning yet. But Five, ten, fifteen, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. Um, five, ten, fifteen, twenty-five, thirty, and that is her turn. Uh, that makes a prize's turn. Alrighty. Uh, after briefly panicking. Uh huh. Uh, I'm going to see that everyone's swimming this way. Yep. Here we go. And I'm going to use my action to dash. Okay. Puts me there. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a bonus action, I will attempt to cast Spiritual Weapon. Okay. You, it does have a verbal component. Yes. Roll me a spellcasting check. Basically, this is going to be... You have to roll 10 plus your... Plus the spell level. I think I'm good. You are... You are good. Um, Although, a ninth level spiritual weapon... <laughs> would be dope if you had ninth level spells. Uh... So where would second uh... in between uh, the two quaverns? Let's see. Yeah, nope. You should be that. That that should definitely be within range. Yep. Uh. Alrighty. And I'm assuming you are getting off an attack? 
Uh, yes, but I don't know if a 10 hits. A 10 will not hit. So, for the uh, for reference, that'll be the one to the right, so just uh, underneath Quaven Prime. Okay, perfect. So, yeah, it oh. appears... It's It appears... What does your spiritual weapon look like? It's represented by a mace on the map, but what does it look like? Uh, it's a whip. Nice. That uh, makes sense. Yeah. And yeah, even though, even though obviously whips are not normally incredibly effective underwater, magic! So it slices through the water, but it just manages to go awry. That's and everything. that's that's everything. All right, uh, Karis, you are up. Seeing that everyone has left this area, she's gonna follow them. Okay. I like the I I, I like the image of like everybody else like drastically like panicking, making it through the water, and then Seeker and Karis just like. Seeing lots of sharks, she kind of concentrates for a second mm-hmm. and her, her sword appears. Mm-hmm. She points it towards one of the sharks. Yes. Probably this one. Okay. And car tries to cast Eldritch Blast. Okay. Which does have a verbal. Yes. So roll a spell casting. Ro- well, I will say with that, the spell casting check is the attack roll. Okay. With, with anything that has an attack roll, because it's enough to make you roll two. Yeah. You hit. Two. Oh wow! A whole two. Yep. So you you skim off the side of you're not quite expecting the the. You haven't done a lot of fighting underwater before. Uh-uh. Um. So just due to the simple slight distortion that you get of a uh, visual distortion that you get of underwater waves, etc. It goes a little bit side. You do definitely skim off, and you do see another small little jet of of red come off. Mm-hmm. But it is not down. Am I far enough away from the blood in the water to not have to? Yes, absolutely. Good kids. And that is everything for you? That is, yes. All right. Hakeem, you're up. Okay, Hakim continues to swim. Ah, uh-huh. uh, towards. Uh, actually, what's the? Okay, well, my light. Uh, okay, I don't know if there's supposed to be light effects, but I don't see them. I don't see them any coming from Hakim anyway. Uh, you seem to. Did you mean to put light on me? Because I think I'm. Did I put it on the right person? Suspect. I probably yeah, put it I on think the that's wrong the person. Case. Um, 
Yep, I definitely put it on the wrong person. Give me just a second here. Cast catapult. I assume there's something that can be picked up by catapult. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. So go ahead and roll. uh, Go ahead and roll. Yeah. Catapult does not have verbal components. Okay. So it is then just a dexterity uh, save. Dexterity save. And I'm go- also, this is being cast at uh, level two. Okay. Which one are you targeting? Uh, good point. Uh, targeting uh, this one. Okay. Or let's see. Uh, yeah, this one. Okay. So the one, the one to the... That... Can Quaven I actually? I could probably aim. In it. Uh, well, technically, I it doesn't have to start from me. No, absolutely. I'm not. I that I'm not saying that as a complication. I'm using that as the descriptor of which one it is. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 In um, fact, if I could, I would uh uh fling it from over here. So they could potentially, if even if that dodges, it would continue towards other sharks. Okay. Uh, let's see. It is a dexterity save. Uh, I will be rolling additional damage if he fa- if this save fails. So it rolled a twelve. Ooh. So you. I'm going to have to roll additional d8. Okay. Because of the increased spell level. 19 bludgeoning damage. So you reach out, you grab, and it is specifically off. So in sort of the center of this room, there is sort of a a, a slight raise. Um, almost like, like an altar piece um, that has sort of a pit in the center of it. And around the, around the pit, there is just pieces of pieces of, of of cracked stone and bits of you know plenty of vegetation in there. And you just grab one of the larger pieces of stone with your with your magic, fling it, and it absolutely brains this 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 poor shark, um, and, and knocks it silly. It is not dead, but it does not look in good shape. You guys have messed up the sharks pretty decently. And that is everything for you? Yep. Alright. Seeker, we're back to you. Hey. Um, I'll go further into the room. Mm Mm-hmm. Step up on there. Okay. I'm gonna shoot at the shark over here. Perfect. The furthest one away. Roll attack with disadvantage. That's ten. Ten's gonna miss. Ah. Oh, well, that's yep. fine. Uh, that's me. All right. Uh, makes it Quaven's turn. Uh, Quaven is going to. Attack the sharks. It's going to attack the shark that 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 Hakeem just screwed up. 
uh, because it is looking a little bit dizzy at the moment. Uh, uh, he leaps in. Things. Uh, he is attacking at disadvantage because this is definitely not any of those things. Um, but he still hits with a seventeen, and so that shark you had, uh, uh, came. You had completely dazed it and stunned it just long enough for Quaven to really quick react, and he drives one end or one one of the blades of his scimitar just straight into straight through one of the eyes, and it stops thrashing and starts floating or start starts to 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 just sort of float there. Um, that is going to be his turn. He is not going to use his unleash, animation ability. That brings it to Cameron. Um, all right. Well, Cameron is going to. Well, he doesn't have that advantage anymore, so he's going to move to. Mm. Here. Mm-hmm. And attack the one to the north. Perfect. Um, actions. Attack with the short sword with advantage. Twelve. Uh, twelve is gonna hit. You found right. the armor class. Cool. Uh, I will use my sneak attack since I can. Uh, 20 Ooh. piercing damage. That's just <laughs> overkill. Maximum maximum sneak attack. So That's very high damage overall. It had three hit points. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, you sort of... Oh, I could... Do I get to roll... Do I get to roll my sneak attack after I see my... To see whether it no, kills I it or not? It, I think it's during the attack. Yeah, um, okay. You sort of pivot around this one shark, spin yourself around, and the, the the shark, whose attention was definitely focused on the drow, uh, gives you that opening you need to put it, like, right behind the eye, right into the head. Um, and, yeah, it is down. Karis, it might be a little tricky for you to maneuver through this space anytime particularly soon, just FYI. I have thought that I am not actually breathing at the moment, so the sound of the blood is not going to affect me. For sure. It might be a little bit... You might have to keep your mouth damn shut, though. Because the taste is another thing. Yes, this is true. Um, and is that your, is that everything for you? Uh, no, so that one's dead. I will move back sort of down to the side. Unfortunately, I can't get advantage on this one, but I'm just going to attack the other shark again with my short sword. Yep, offhand. 22. Yep. Yes, offhand, sorry. That is so this hit. will be, that's the wrong, that's the wrong one. I'm just going to roll this damage with a dice instead. Uh, so it's just one... I mean, you can also just roll beast. that, and then we subtract. The, we we just take the... Hold on. I'm going to click this other one. Offhand short sword, because I made go. it. For that. Oh, there you go. Uh, 
And uh, this is the damage for it, which is so just three pierce three damage. The okay. sneak isn't there either. Yeah, it is not. It, you, you you skim across the hide. It is not down. It does not look happy with you. Okay. Uh, and then I'm just gonna stay there. I think. Alrighty. And it is the shark's turn. Um. So. Honestly, at the moment, the the echo has not attacked anything. The the shark did see an arrow come from a direction, so it is moving up towards you, Seeker. And then Cameron, you have an attack coming at you. Uh, Cameron does a does a fifteen hit you? Uh, me? Yes. Cameron? Uh, yes, it does. So the 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 shark that you're on lashes out at you. You feel teeth rake against your arm. Um, you take four piercing damage. And then Seeker does twenty-two. I assume hits you. Yeah. So you again, it comes up at you and takes a snap at you as it comes up close. You take three piercing damage. Okay. Uh, and that is the shark's turn. Uh, important to note, this is round two for people who are concerned about their, their breathing capabilities. Um... That will bring it to Rema. Rema is. Let's see. Rema will move up five and. Actually, no. Rema's keeping out of it for now. Rema's hit points. Rival Hakeem's. Um. Hmm. And she will reach out, um, I believe, let me check and make sure, I'm pretty sure it's over. Yep, so she has to make a spell casting roll, uh, Is for her charisma roll. Oh yeah, she's fine. Um, and Cameron, you feel where the where the shark had bit you. Um, you feel sort of an itch tingling as as you as you see. Um, it being knitted up by servants of the creature, the the entity that is Zarema's bloodline. Let's just put it that way for the arachnophobics. Um... And you get 
Five hit points back. Uh, and then for her, that is her bonus action for her main action. She will... Uh, you'll try infestation. Um, and she has to, has to make a smart casting roll. That will work. Uh, she's targeting the shark that is on you. That shark has to make a constitution save. Um... Which will be a... That's a 15. So, Shark makes that save, and that is her turn. Prize, you are up. Alrighty, um, so I'm going to swim, swim, swim. Yep. Uh, as a bonus action, I'm going to move the spiritual weapon up towards Seeker. Okay. And use that to take an attack. Yep. For a seven oh, to hit. Seven's not going to hit. And Wait. Then... The spiritual weapon. Gets flanking. Seeker will not oh, get so flanking. Yeah, Seeker will not get flanking uh, uh, for it because the spiritual weapon does not count as a threat. But Seeker does count as a threat for the spiritual weapon. Fair enough. Uh, 15. For 6 damage. Uh, plus the spellcasting ability modifier, which it didn't add, which is a plus two. Plus two, so... Yeah, the whip cracks against its side. Definitely felt that. And that would have been your bonus action. So I will sacred flame the one near Cameron. Okay. That is a deck save. will be a 9. It needed to be 12. There you go. 7 radiant damage. So the shark in front of you, uh, uh, Cameron, suddenly bursts into a silvery flame. Thrashes, flails, and stops moving. Because it had 6 hit points left. And that is your turn. Yep. All right, Karis, you are up. Okay. Uh, everyone else is swimming forward. I'm just swimming forward. Uh, we're looking around. Up there. And attempt to Eldritch Blast the one shark remaining. Okay. Put the sword at them. A 17. 
Uh, 17. Oh, that was too big. Uh, a 17 will absolutely hit. And that is seven damage. Nice. It is looking looking much, much worse. And that is everything for you. That is, yes. Okay. So, for, uh, that's two, okay. Um, and that will bring it to Hakeem. Pretty sure Hakim saw some kind of opening in this direction. Uh, it's a little hard to see now when there's a whole lot of blood in the water in that direction, Correct. but Hakim's going to be swimming in that direction. Okay. Yeah, for <laughs> reference, since this is potentially relevant to 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 certain certain characters, um, that area I will say about. That area is roughly where the blood-filled water is. Yay. Yes, conveniently covering the door area completely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Hakim is, is uh, accelerating. Fair. <laughs> Is by is looking for the exit. Yeah, so has you get up, more movement. There is a door yeah. there. Um, okay. Of note, the door is closed. Yeah, Hakim's going to push against it and is Go trying ahead to open and roll it. me. This should be good. I mean, it's not like I'm making you make a Constitution check, mm. but roll me an athletics roll because you are trying to open okay. a door underwater. Um, how are we, uh, what are the mechanics for using GM inspiration in our campaigns? Uh, advantage. Okay. GM I think inspiration I'll spend one. is advantage, uh, bardic inspiration is bonus dot. Yeah. Just checking, because sometimes there are different Legit. rules for it. For sure. Okay. Uh, boop. Yeah. I mean, at 22, <laughs> that's to you. You are like, I am not going to drown yep. down yeah. here. <laughs> and you're the one you're the one feeling the urgency the most because you're already uh -huh. starting to feel that, that burn in the lungs. Yep. And so you throw yourself against the door, hit it in just the right spot, and manage to push it open. And the door is now open. Is there any light from above? You do see light from above, yes. Ooh. Okay. Hakim is now outside, yep. and that's Hakim's turn. And looking up, it is probably about your... The ground, uh, rough estimate, you are probably about 60 feet underwater. Okay. <laughs> All right. That is your turn. That makes it Seeker's turn. Okay. Um, it makes literally no difference to me whether I have disadvantage because I'm in melee because I already had disadvantage. Correct. I'm going to attack again with disadvantage. Go for it. Uh, it's an eight. Yeah, an eight's yeah. not going to hit. 
All right. That oh, you take me. a you try to take a swing or uh, uh, take a shot. It is just it's right up on you. It is really agile in the water. Um, you are not, and it flies. It the the arrow flies awry. All right, that will make it Craven's turn. Uh, Craven is going to come up here and try to help you. Um, we'll take a swing. Uh, 14 will hit. So he gouges it fairly bad. Um, it is, it is still, it is not down yet. It is thrashing frantically, but it is not down yet. Uh, and that is his turn as he is basically, he will move his echo 5, 10, 15. I think he moves at 15 feet. Um, he's moving it basically to provide further cover for, for, everybody who's trying to get free. Uh, that brings it to Cameron. Alright, uh, Cameron is going to move through and help this door as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, 10, 15. Let's put there, I guess. Yep. And you said, uh, that you said this, You're about- like, the light above us, or right. what looks like the surface above us or yep. something? Uh, and I guess I will use dash as my bonus action. No, I guess, wait, how, can I judge how far up it is? Not that it matters, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, it's about 60 feet. I don't think I can get there in one turn, then. No. Um, I will use my action to dash and my bonus action to dash. Wait, does that double twice, or does it just add my speed? Add you, adds your speed twice. Yeah. It doesn't multiply. Bam. So okay, you actually so- could. You actually could get no, because uh, no, if, if I'm doing half speed, then I can only go 45 feet oh, total. That's yep. true. Um, and I'm gonna slow myself down even further because I'm also gonna grab Hakim and try to bring him up with me because okay. clearly he is struggling. I don't know how far I get, but that is what I'm. I am hitting straight up. Let's say with 20 Hakeem feet as best I can. Cool. And Since I'm actually it. fairly, still fairly comfortable with the, hmm. <laughs> though I would like to breathe soon. <laughs> Legit. Alright, that brings it to the shark. The shark is going to try and take a bite out of Seeker. It okay. is frantic. 17. Uh, 13, it misses. Okay. Um, as it, as it, yeah, it is. Flailing, sort of trapped between, uh, this, dr- the, the, this, this double scimitar wielding drow, you, and this spiritual weapon. Uh, that brings it to Zarema. Uh, Zarema is going to also, uh, and And that's probably about all the further she can get. 
Uh, she is trying to get her ass out of here, too. Uh, that makes a prize. Uh, so just a, a quick thought. Is this uh, fresh water or salt water? This is fresh water. Hmm. Um, bonus action to uh, try and uh, get rid of the shark. Okay, go for it. And I forgot the advantage. Not that it should really yeah, matter, yeah. but there's there's two of them. Yep. Go ahead and roll damage. So, plus two. How would you like to murder this poor shark who is just trying to get some food? Uh, it's just going to end up uh, getting shredded with uh, whips. Cool. So yeah, it lashes into... It just starts frenzy lashing it, basically. Um, and, 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 and eventually just blood starts pouring up. This is going to make it a little bit trickier for, for our, 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 our poor warlock. Um, as it has now probably expanded to about the, well, let's say there. Um, and yeah, eventually the, the shark just starts floating there in the water motionlessly and uh, then I'm going to try and swim yep gets me to about there yep and then I'm gonna try and wait for Karis because I, I have weird thoughts about uh, her and blood F okay Fair enough. Uh, Karis, you're up. I am going to move as far as I can and grab a shark on my way past a corpse of a shark so that if the bloodlust takes me, I have something in my hand I can bite. Valid choice. You can absolutely do that. Mouth firmly shut. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and roll. Go ahead and roll a wisdom save then. Oh crap! <laughs> Good news. There's still blood left in that shark body. I'm going to use an inspiration. Okay. Just just because. That's, That's much better. From a, from a 6 to a 23, you are fine. You are like, I am, I am not going crazy off shark blood. Yep. And yeah, you just start pushing your ass through. I imagine yeah. it's the... It's the sandpaper-like shark skin that it's held, that is yep. keeping you sharper. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about. Sharks are smooth as hell. I might be confusing for some other water animal. No, then. no, no. It's a, it's a, it's an internet joke. Okay. Worry. I wasn't that certain, so. <laughs> Legit. Ella's making. Ella's referencing a thing. 
attempt to push past the people in the door so I'm not staying in. Uh-huh. Really, at this so at this point, Cameron and Hakeem are, are north of the door, so there is nobody obscuring the door. Zerayma kind of is, but you can definitely move past her. Um, oh yeah, Cameron and Hakeem are above. Yep. And at this point, unless anybody wishes to stay in the temple for some reason, I don't know. You might want to. Someone that breathes. I am kind of interested. Tempted to go to check it out more, but yeah, I'm gonna make sure that I can. Yeah, yeah, air air is important. Reliable Um, air. You guys all manage, you guys all make it through and make it to the surface. Uh, as, uh, Cameron and, and Hakeem, you guys obviously had the head start. You guys, you guys burst, uh, up through, through the surface and, oh God, thank God, it's air. Take a moment. Catch your breath. That was a terrifying amount of time that you were underwater for some of you. Uh, and as you two look around, you see you're in a large lake area that is surrounding, um, it looks like it is the center of a, uh, the lake is sort of the center of a large plaza in the middle of a city. However, this city is very, very clearly abandoned. Um, you do not see exceptionally strong light. There is a, there is a heavy, there's a heavy tree cover. Um, there is light coming through, but just, just not very much. And the trees themselves have a purple tint to them, as opposed to what the typical green would be. Um, you're looking around. This architecture is definitely not modern. Like modern Dwendalian Empire or anything like that. You guys roll me our, uh, roll me history rolls. And eventually you guys all get up there. You guys can all roll history rolls if you wish. Can I get up there? You can if you wish. Okay. Yeah, you can uh, swim. Actually... You can, you can get to the surface. Uh, disregard mine. I don't think I'd have a reason. Yeah, no, that's fair. You probably would not. Um, 16 for Hakeem, 5 for Cameron, uh, 13 for Seekers, 17 for Karis. So, Hakeem, you recognize this as elven architecture. You can't it feels familiar to you to to things that you might have studied, but you can't quite 
plates it. Karis, you've heard stories. You've never been here. But where you are from, um, you hear stories about this place, the cursed elven city in the center of the Savalier Wood. Uh, it is an ancient city that long ago the inhabitants were, 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 were forced out by some mystery. The Savalier Wood has been twisted and cursed ever since, and the city is known as Malaysmere. So that gives you an immediate reference for where you are. You are roughly... Hold on just a second here. Um... You are roughly probably a hundred and fifty, a hundred and twenty-five miles north of Shady Creek Run. So north of the Dwindalian Empire. Oh crap. Is basically what's going through Keris's head right now? <laughs> As you guys all break through the surface, you look around you look around at the at this city that is laid out in front of you, and that thought goes through Karis's head. That is where we'll go ahead and end it for this week. Let's say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Hello. Goodbye.